Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. On the program, we're building our Ecto-1 subscription kits from Hero Collector once again, and while we're doing so, we're going to be talking about the soundtrack score, the film score that we thought would never see the light of day. Yes, Ghostbusters 2, Randy Edelman score is coming uh, in 2021, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We're also going to be talking about the uh, Sony Pictures drive-in uh, that they just opened. It's, it's kind of a cool idea. Stay tuned. We'll tell you more. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Figure it out. Well, so hey, step- I- I was gonna say we can hear uh, crinkling, so we should just uh, quickly right. tell everybody, hey, we're uh, we're doing our, our Eagle Moss Hero Collector Ecto One subscription set uh, as. Yeah, you, you ready for some uh, Eagle Moss ASMR? <laughs> it's it's either ASMR or it it's anxiety uh, inducing because you feel like you're gonna lose parts when you hear that crinkling. <laughs> it's like, oh, where did the screws go? Um, but I'm a bit uh, of an idiot because I, I was like, here's a great joke. I'll crinkle the thing into the microphone. I crinkled it into our you and I communicating. It's not not into the mic that <laughs> so I'm recording. Don't have the actual uh, recording. Oh, it'll, that's you'll okay. probably hear it a little bit. But it'll... Um, so, so yeah, for those of you who are new to this or if you're uh, picking up uh, where you haven't heard any of these episodes before, uh, Chris and I just kind of uh, talk about things that are going on in the Ghostbusters world, things that are going on in pop culture. Um, in the world world, <laughs> we try not to talk about the world world because oh no, there's lots of great world world things. Yeah, not, you know we can avoid um, the the crummy yeah, world world. The, the stuff that that uh, also is anxiety uh, driving right now. But um, so what we do is we're we're gonna build out. Uh, we're gonna start on stage 14. So if you are building along with us, we're in issue five. This is stage 14, the left front suspension and the brake drum, and uh, and as we go along, Chris and I talk about our. Uh, our our uh, our experiences as we build these things, uh, our tips and our, our tricks, and uh, then you guys uh, call us or you email us the week after saying you fools, you should have done this, uh, <laughs> and uh, and that's it works out pretty well. And and our thank you to Eagle Moss and to uh, Hero Collector, uh, we're featured on their website now, which is kind of uh, fun mm-hmm. and exciting. I had no idea that uh, uh, <laughs> that we were noteworthy enough to be on the landing page of the. Uh, Ecto-1 uh, subscription kit, so... Um, <laughs> they were, you wouldn't think it'd work on an audio podcast, but those crazy kids... They somehow did it. God bless uh, them, they did it. And a shout-out to whoever reminded us that we're being idiots about the screws, too. So, M is metal, P is plastic. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. A couple people pointed that out. Uh, not, I think, because... Not was fast enough, frankly. Last and I'm holding you all responsible. Building. We were talking about how, you know, they... <laughs> told you to sort of pilot your uh, screw into a few of the things and we were like oh duh but you know duh, a lot of a lot oh. of our podcast is oh duh 
that that should be our audio branding is oh duh oh duh um so uh so yeah so we'll <laughs> so see you next week or see you on the other side oh duh. oh duh um but yeah so uh, go to the uh, hero collector website uh for all of you that have subscribed because of the show thank you uh, to everybody that's been doing that and uh and a special shout out to uh, those of you who have have uh, started building and you're like I can't wait for you guys I'm moving on um, so uh, you know, appreciative that you guys are uh, coming back and revisiting steps that you've already done as we, we do this but yeah. well, then you got guys like uh, who's a Dustin in uh, in Alberta <laughs> who was like yeah I got it because of you guys and I sat down and I was like I'm going to do a couple and then like, I, don't know, I blacked out and when I woke up they were all done like, I was just like was okay finished. fine yeah. um um, so I'm just getting my pieces uh, so, in order here. Yeah. So as we as we talk here, so we're just we're adding some uh, this kind of. I don't know rubber. why I made him sound like Jay. <laughs> What's his name um, for the Tonight Show? Uh, Jay, Jay Leno. Yeah. So I was working on my uh, Ecto One car model, and um... <laughs> well, uh, okay. before we get too far in here, uh, I know the the topic that everybody wants to tune in to hear us talk about. We'll just kind of knock that out at the very top here, uh, so that or it, we uh, could ignore it until the very end, which would be. I'm just saying, it'd be uh, kind of funny. Ghostbusters 2, the official score soundtrack, is going to be yes. finally released. Uh, some people pointed out that either hell has frozen over, which I know has been a common perception among many of us recently or uh or next year's just going to be something special you know we now have ghostbusters afterlife coming out in march uh this is giving them some extra time to do you know whatever uh uh hype and build around uh, the movie release that they can and they're going to have a lot of time to think about the movie which can only serve it for yeah the and is going to give us a i mean if if they here's the deal with the the score we've heard kind of conflicting things i know somebody reached out to randy edelman several years ago i want to say it was maybe like paul of spook central or, or somebody and and he said look i don't know where those those assets are anymore I, I don't think that we recorded any of those isolated things everything went into the movie and it got mixed and i don't know that anything exists in its raw form anymore um, and I think that was a good enough answer for all of us. Like, ah, oh, bummer. You know, we have the music and effects track that a lot of people kind of circulate around. That's, I guess, as, as good as it's going to get. Um, but lo and behold, somehow uh, things have been unearthed. Uh, we, we do know that they had been digging through the salt mines uh, for Afterlife and found dailies. And they've been working with uh, raw materials from the film. So maybe they just happened to stumble across uh, the, the score or something. But um, however, it, however it came... Uh, I am over the moon about it. I'm very mm-hmm. excited about it. So Sony Masterworks at some point in 2021 uh, will be releasing that. Uh, I would imagine probably both on CD and uh, and digital. Although they did a vinyl release of the the Elmer Bernstein score from Masterworks. So. Somebody, yeah, somebody asked about that, and I'm like, these days, like it's <clears throat> like, who we be getting vinyl? It's like, dude, we barely even know about getting it. Period. But. Um, it is such a thing these days that I can't imagine we're not going to get it yeah, in some yeah. way, shape, or form. It's just, it's just these days. If you're, especially if you're going to make something like Ghostbusters two, and let's be honest, that is a Ghostbusters slash soundtrack nerd uh, kind of thing. It's not like the rest of the world is going to go. Oh, cool! You know, like it's just, <laughs> it's an us thing. 
Um, well, and, and soundtrack and, and, collectors, you know, score score aficionados that uh, well, populate I mean, like right? La La Land records and you know those types yeah, of places. There, there's yeah, there's Ghostbusters fans and there's soundtrack fans. That's yeah. the two groups that this will be targeted at. When you you're doing that, there's always that last ten percent you can get out of, uh, you know, the the audio files in it too. Like and here and here it is in vinyl, and you'll that you know. So I'm. The podcast bet that's a that's a strong ninety yeah, percent that we're going to get that. And the the Bernstein score is still available on vinyl through you know big retailers like Amazon yeah. and stuff. So it, yeah, it yeah, may yeah. not be that limited of, of a release if it happens. But no. um, so well, so they'll very, probably do they'll probably do that as well too. Because yeah. that's the other thing they've learned that they can make money at is the uh, the special wax version, like a colored colored vinyl and yada yada yada. Right. Right. Um, so we don't know timing. I mean, this is all kind of, it, it popped up on, uh, Randy Edelman's official website first. And then, uh, Jason of Ghostbusters news, uh, caught wind of it. And, uh, um, and that's kind of where it, it, it gained steam. Uh, you, I think you and I both did the same thing. We reached out, uh, and got confirmation on it too, because, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of thing we're excited <laughs> that's about. The, the kind of thing that we're excited about. And then you also kind of just want to make sure that it's not something that's going to start running rampant and has no truth to it. So, um, yeah. It, or, or, you know, or make sure that Randy wasn't pulling an uncle Dan sort of thing. Uh, right? like yeah. Jumping um, the gun, misunderstood, a little too excited too early sort of thing. Well, technically he is a little too excited too early because well, yes, we, we weren't supposed we to find time. out about this. Yeah. But. Um, and, but that's, but that's okay. I mean, it, it's out there and, and it's gotten people excited, which is good news. Mm-hmm. And um, I will take any reason to be excited at the moment. Um, I it's an underrated score. I know some people are kind of like, and they're because oh, they compare it to the first one and go, it's you know, and they're like, oh, it's you know, nothing like the tone of the first one. I was like, yeah, but the two movies have two entirely uh, different tones. Yeah. It suits the tone of the second movie. Uh, I mean, I know perfectly. I did. I, I saw a couple comments that said, you know, Edelman's score for the second movie is very romant- uh, romantic comedy or very rom com. Um, which the second movie kind of is. And even kinda Ivan is. Reitman has called that out that, you know, that there was more of a relationship tone between Dana and Peter in this one. Um, and it was mainly due to the chemistry between Murray and, and Weaver. But, yeah. um, and, and also I hear a lot of, because Edelman worked a lot with Ivan Reitman, um, you know, kindergarten cop and it's uh, Dave, right? Didn't D- Edelman do Dave as well? Um, yep, I think so. So you, you get that kind of same bouncy, you know, kind of how Alan Silvestri always has his uh, Robert Zemeckis sounding scores. Um, you know, Edelman had his Ivan Reitman sounding scores, and that's fine. It, it, it very it suits his filmmaking style very well. So uh, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm really excited about it. I'm I think I'm more excited about the fact that it means. You know, uh, they're they're unearthing these things that we thought would never appear. So, you know, yeah, it, it got my mind reeling. Like, what else are we going to see? What else have they found? Tell me more. Well, a round of applause, everybody, because what it means is is that things have grown to the point that they see the. I'm, I'm not trying being cynical here either. It's, companies can only do so much, and you know they can. Uh, you know, profit has to be made, or it just yeah. doesn't make sense overall. We've reached the point where. You know they're they're like oh yeah maybe it, maybe it makes sense it makes to go some financial for this sense stuff. yeah I mean that's I it, I was being very careful there because I also don't want to be very like raw raw fans you did it um I mean, I'm sure yes the demand for it has probably helped but um you know this is they they did see that this is something that people will pay money for and it, it can be something that can be lucrative so yeah um, it wasn't so much that we were demanding it so much as we stuck around long enough and 
over the years, the fan base has grown enough and expanded. Because that's the other thing people forget, too. Like, you and I remember what it was like 20 years ago, yeah. you know, fan-wise online. We're now, you know, umpteen times larger than that. And that's really what matters, is they, they kind of look and guesstimate how big the market is for it and whether it's worth it. And yeah, and that was pretty we, having a ghost core uh, set yeah. up that was specifically you know targeted toward branding Ghostbusters and um, well it's working it's yeah uh, now the one thing that I would caution and this is just me speculating but based upon that sort of backstory that we were talking about that Randy Edelman didn't think that the assets existed um, I, I would caution people I don't think it's going to be a full and comprehensive you know entirety of the score I, I have a feeling that it's going to be sort of a Kind of like what they did for Bernstein's um, score, where it was more like an album and less like, you know, here's the from start to finish chronological score of the film. Um, right. And, you know, I know that Peter Bernstein in his liner notes for the um, for for his father's uh, release. Sorry, I'm struggling with a screw here while I'm trying to talk. And it's just not working well. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Peter in the liner notes had said that he wanted to create sort of a an album listening experience. You're sitting down, uh, putting the vinyl on, or you're putting your headphones on, and you're listening to this. He wanted to make sure that it was not necessarily in the chronological order of the film, but it was giving you sort of a three-act structure to, to listening to an album, right. um, which is it makes a whole lot of sense. I know that it, it kind of rubbed people the wrong way, like, why is this happening now? This is the end of the movie. But um, so I, I would anticipate something probably pretty similar happening this is not gonna be like a two a cd set yeah that doesn't say and like we learned last time too we live in a spotify age right so it comes out if you don't like the order arrange your playlist add the you know pop score into the right place yeah. and then yeah in, enjoy your 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 chronological order version that's yeah that's I mean, great the one thing that I am very excited to hear is that sort of like synth uh, steel drum uh, riff that kind of happens over and over and over throughout the film uh, that is kind of like his uh, uh, Ghostbusters theme, I guess, uh, to mm. put a very vague uh, overarching uh, generality on it. But um, yeah, that's that's I, I don't know why, but that's always in my head. Boom, do, 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 boom, do, 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 do. It's, just, it's in my head every day. I can't get it out. It's a crazy earworm. Be check with a doctor. <laughs> not yet. Uh, I can't actually go to a doctor at the moment, but that's another story. Um, where are you? Are you on? I'm on step two, figure A, trying to get this 14C. Yep. Same here. This. Uh, so there's the two EM screws that you've got kind of like the crossbar that goes into the suspension arm here. Yeah. And I've got one of the screws in, and the other one is just being not yeah. helpful, not cooperative. I, I put the without having the the piece in place. What are they calling it here? Fourteen D, the knuckle connector. Without having the knuckle connector in place, I just did the screws like I I did the tap thing like we were discussing. Oh, uh, I see. And then then you did, yeah. Without trying to hold the other thing in place, because it turns out these screws are not meant to screw into the the knuckle connector. Rather, they their grip and hold is in the 
the the piece mm, we're putting threads. it into, yeah, and then it pops through the other side and just sort of acts as you know, you know like I'm a gonna, pin. I'm gonna do that because I am seeing like the metal shavings coming out too yep. while I'm doing it. So, all right, so I got. I'm, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna reverse and try this again. Um, Nuns reverse. <laughs> Uh, so, Hey, uh, speaking of the ghostbusters two soundtrack, um, mm. t- a small anecdote, uh, a surf Phobos, I think on, uh, Instagram, um, one of our listeners and, and followers on Instagram. Oh, weird. Now that just went straight in. Interesting. Um, he, uh, he found, and I had no idea that this existed either, but a, uh, a 45, uh, of higher and higher by Howard Huntsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, that on the B side is the instrumental version of the song, which I was not aware was available. Um, so as you listen to this, uh, there was one up on eBay, which I have a feeling is probably the one that uh, Mr. Phobos, uh, picked up and it went for uh, 55 GBP. It was, it was kind of a, a costly item. It's a bit steep. Um, I'm, I'm saying this now, uh, Chris Stewart, if, if you want to jump in and, and do it, there's one on Amazon for $25 right now. Oh, and I've been thinking about it, but then I'm like, I don't really connect. I, I don't collect vinyl. I just want that instrumental version. <laughs> uh, can I save shipping and I'll send it to your place? You can add it to the, <laughs> the, the to be delivered if apocalypse, uh, canceled. Uh, pile. yeah. For okay. save for 2022. Yeah, if, if you want to do that, that's totally Ooh, fine. Um, yeah, that, that's that's my jam. It's uh, I I mean it's it's kind of funny because you know there's always those versions of the songs that you've heard. Like I know some people were really upset about the um, Spotify has the 12 inch version of the Run DMC Ghostbusters theme um, in their playlist for the the soundtrack album. So it's you know it's a, it's a different mix. It's a different uh, instrumentation yep. that they're used to hearing. Um, it's got that what I call the shibby dibby hey bop bop thing in the middle. <laughs> it does have the shibby dibby 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 hey bop bop. bop but it, it, yeah, it's got that like yeah. Uh, it's got that weird. Anybody weird. who just tuned in is like, oh, these what? guys. Um, yeah, who tunes it in the middle of a podcast? I, I don't know. People hitting the skip button because they're the, what is this? Um, uh, it, it semi related and keeping the Ghostbusters two thing rolling is. Um, uh, I missed it. I was out of town. It's coming up on a year now because it would have happened last summer, and I didn't make it back in time. Uh, and Mr. Kevin Lim, uh, uh, fan here in my neck of the woods and uh, local radio personality, uh, extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm driving down Crowfoot, and he's like, "What are you doing tonight?" I'm like, "Being in another province." Uh, he had uh, secured tickets. To go see Bobby Brown was playing at our local, um, uh, the PE, the Pacific National uh, Exhibition Grounds or whatever. You know how it is. Uh, people, uh, artists hit a certain size and um, they're they not doing, doing the, the fairs. Arenas, the, they're doing the yeah, fairs and all that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's where Bobby's at. And uh, he. <laughs> it, was a, it was a two parter. I think I may have even told this other show too. I. Uh, He's like, you want to go? And I'm like, I cannot, but thank you. And he's, I hope he plays the song. <laughs> and then about something like four hours later, I get a text message. He played the song. Oh, my like, God, he did it. 
Um, Wait, was that where he forgot the lyrics? I feel like I remember this now. I feel like oh, I don't know. You brought this up, or somebody brought this up, and somebody it was sad it because me. he just kind of forgot. He he just started improving uh, the lyrics to the song because it had been so long. Um, yeah, he played it though. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, good for him. Why not? Um, oh, these screws! God dang it! Yeah, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still I'm still struggling here. Um, I'm sure there must be some sort of wrist injury category for pretending your hand is a tiny impact <laughs> screwdriver. I'm, I'm doing the little tick, 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 trying to. That's uh yeah, we're all going to have, uh, we're going to call it the Eagle Moss arthritis at some point. Uh, <laughs> Eagle Moss repetitive stress injury. Yeah. Um, Just joking. Eagle I Moss. Know. We yeah. love you guys. Um, here we go. Okay. That worked. Yeah. It's, it's kind of working now. I, I think I got there. Um, so Let's put it yeah. this way, it was harder in the past when we weren't doing the, uh, the kind of tapping it before we uh, the pre pre drilling. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other news that I, I thought we could kind of talk about here at the top of the show is uh, Sony Pictures is opening their studio lot. <laughs> Stay with me. Don't 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 having heart don't have your heart palpitations uh, quite yet. Um, but uh, Sony Pictures is opening their studio lot for a drive-in theater experience hmm. uh, this weekend. So it's actually going to be after you you've listened to this. But it sounds like there's some they're going to be doing it throughout the rest of the summer here. Oh yeah, it starts this weekend. It starts it keeps this weekend. Going, so. Um, and it's okay that we're mentioning it in the past because this is the weekend that they showed Ghostbusters as uh, I'm talking about this because it's already sold out. Uh, I saw the article. Really? Uh, Craig Goldberg, our, our friend at Yes Have Some, uh, sent it over to him like, oh my God, that sounds like fun. And then I went to go look for tickets and I was like, oh, it's on Sunday. I'll figure out if I can go. Okay, maybe I can go. I'm going to look and see if there are the tickets are sold out. So in the amount of that time happening, and it sounds like they were only letting 75 cars in, I think is what the uh, Hollywood Reporter article is saying. So it's yeah. uh, fairly small. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it also got me thinking about all of these studio lots that still have the big you know, flat open air, uh, uh, parking lots like Paramount yeah. has one. Sony has one. Warner's is gone. I think Warner's is a big, you know, multi-story thing. Fox, same thing. Um, Disney, Disney's got a pretty sizable lot. They could probably do it. Um, so the article that you sent me said Thalberg lot. Is that the one with the rainbow? I, I think so. It's and I think, be. I, the only reason that I say that it's got to be that lot is because that's really the only place that it could yeah. be. If if you went to Fan Fest, it was where they set up the food trucks. Um, it's a, a nice open area. It's got an in and out gate right there, so you don't have people wandering the lot. You can kind of ch- shut it down uh, so that you don't have people wandering around and exploring. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Universal? Jeez, Universal's got nothing but space. Um, they could totally do it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it sounds cool. And like you said, and I don't know, that's a unique opportunity like to get to see these movies on the studio's lot like that. On the studio lot, and uh, it's, you know, I think that they're just trying to find ways to safely allow people to enjoy movies, and, and also at the same time, you know, because everybody's kind of hearkening back to the classics now, like... Yeah, let's let's find a way to open up our catalog. I know that you know Empire Strikes Back is the one. <laughs> okay, slow down. They're showing Bloodshot, so let's just. Oh, they let's... are. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed that. Uh, it's not all classics. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed right. Bloodshot in an action-y sort of way, but yeah, give it a few years before we declare <laughs> it a classic. Uh, Jumanji, uh, the second Jumanji is one of the ones they're showing. Uh, okay, see, I didn't see that either. All right. And what was the name? There's one I can't remember, and it's a you. It's a unique. There's a bit of a uh, marketing thing to this because let's do the math. They said thirty bucks a car. You said seventy five cars. So you're looking at three grand. Like it's you know for Sony three grand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the guards and setting up the screen probably isn't covered in that situation. But at the same time, there was one movie that they had. It was in India, I guess, and they picked it up for like ten million just as the pandemic was about to hit. Oh, and they yeah. haven't known what to do with it, so they're still going to do a, a, a theater release, but they're kind of doing like this feels a lot like a, when you say all the tickets are are were sold out. I'm wondering how many of those were just flat out already spoken for. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, uh, you know, in a in a in a. <laughs> I mean, you can send screeners to people and all that, but if you grabbed a little indie movie and you, marketing's weird and you want to, you know, create some buzz, you know, get giving a, a Hollywood Reporter or, or a Variety reviewer a chance to come kind of, to you know, to old school drive-in theater. It eh, it's not a bad yeah. way. To, it's not a bad way to kind of make the best of a bad situation. I'm missing. Okay, I'm moving on to three. Yeah, what are you I'm, missing? I'm on to three, and I can't find my HM screws. I uh -oh. don't have... Uh-oh. Where did those go? Uh-oh. Have you been holding on to your previous ones? Um, I, I have. I've got a nice little collection. This might, this might be where holding on to the old ones proves itself. Yeah, let's see. Okay, that's empty, that's empty, that's empty. In that, you have a... You, you know, if your mom comes down and cleans the basement, she's going to think you're a drug addict for all the little dime bags you got. What do you need? What do you need? I got it. What do you need? You got it. It's right here. What do you, what do you uh, uh, it can't yeah. be missing. You sure it's not, like, tucked in the... Yeah. They're too good about these things. I don't... I can't see how. I am. I have HPs. Did they don't mistakenly you? give me HPs? Don't say bad things about Eagle Moss. It's on you. You're what did you it do is wrong? On me. Um, hmm. The downside is even if you have extras, there's a lot in the bag I have. There's like five of them. You're gonna have to hustle to figure yeah, out. Well, let's see. D does HP come up on anything in this step? Maybe they gave me HP on accident. Let's see. I am. I am HM. Oh yeah, HP. Well, hmm. I could suggest you look at one of the later ones and see if it's got an HM, and then oh wait, yeah, you I've can got, message. I've got a bag of HMs. How many you did can, you say I need? There's five in the bag I have. Five. Yeah, five, and that means extras, right? So, um. And then that way you can continue on. Yeah. I'll, I'll then, use because I, I just found two HM say, screws, so I can maybe kind of just... Uh-oh. Let's see here. Will that be enough? Will that be enough? Well, there's yeah. two on this step. I am two in HM. 
Okay, for that step, does it need more later? Um, well, you know what? These the HMs look a lot like IMs, so maybe I can get away. Oh, no, there's step six. Mm. You need another HM. It looks uh, like you need three HMs, if I'm reading this correctly. Yes. Well, I'll wing it. We'll just three. keep going. We'll. S- Sorry, four. Four. Uh, Dang shoot. it. Well, Dang, nabbit. I'm not going to slow us down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. We'll see what happens here. And there's none in the other kits? Because like I say, if you can steal them from one of the later kits, you got yeah, time to maybe. message them and say, I'm short. To keep us going, I'm going to use the use the couple that I have here on this step, and then I'll okay. I'll scavenge while we do other stuff. Um, sure. I don't uh, know why I said it that way. So let's see. So we talked about, uh, oh, uh, Lego, this Ecto-1. Um, yes. So as Lego often happens, you know, Lego having all of the fans across the world uh, who are privy to things prior to uh, North America, um, they caught wind of one of their giant, what do they call them? It's it's what they did the Batmobile in. It's that same sort mm. of s- epic scale. The master, yeah, the master, master builder set. Master collection, something like that. Um, yes. So uh, they've caught wind, and unfortunately the source is in uh, Danish, I think. So uh, I'm not quite sure what what all it says. Uh, but a, a giant Ecto-1 is is on the way and probably coming to be tied with uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So that's very exciting <laughs> yeah. news for people that either don't have uh, an Ecto-1 uh, kit from Lego yet, or if you've been uh, you know, holding out for something a little more complicated than the one that they already uh, have out there on the market, this is uh, this is the one. Now, will it have it the is. gunner seat? Will it have all of those oh, uh, sort of accoutrements? Yes, if it is from yeah. Afterlife, it absolutely will, because the James Bond one, uh, just as an example, uh, yeah, it had all the little bells. Not, you know, not super tiny ones and all that, but they, it's... I was trying to find out the scale, and I think it, by best guess, it's like four times as big as like the one that the ones we've gotten in the other sets. If and that, I mean, some idea. Yeah, those are fairly simple. I mean, they're, I, I say they're fairly simple, but they have a lot of complexity to them as they yeah. were. So this one's probably going to be crazy, uh, you know, detailed yeah, with tons um, of pieces. And well, let's put it this way: these are the ones where they break out the the pieces with. Uh, curves and all that to it so instead of a blocky approximate shape which you like they actually the hood will have like curved definition on the edges and the front and stuff like that that's how much the size and scale uh, allows them to add to it it's um they're they're amazing sets and they're not cheap it's a no two hundred dollar set that's you know two-thirds to half of almost somewhere between of what we were paying for like the firehouse set Wow. Again, to give you some idea of just how involved these things are. And the the trick is is, you know, they're for master builders. These are for the guys who this is their thing. They don't they don't do other <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh maybe not necessarily the thing that I'm going to immediately get, but I know a lot of people will probably, you know, be uh chomping at the that oh, bit yeah. to pre-order those. Um so I'm certainly debating. I mean, I I collect ectos, so um, what do I do, right? And I would imagine that this is probably kind of a result of what we talked about last week. You know, things that were probably going to be out for holiday of this year, um, and that's why it's kind of slipped through the cracks uh, through whatever chain of of Ecto, I'm sorry, of yeah. Lego news uh, happens to be out there. And 
Um, you know, and, and, and it may have been something that we're getting for Christmas of this year and maybe not necessarily at this point. Maybe it's coming uh, later down the line. So uh, more, more well, news on that when we have it. It's Lego. It's a little easier for them to... It's not like they haven't got a million other things to generate cash for them. <laughs> right. Please hold off. Oh, okie dokie. Okay, sure, whatever you need. Smoking a pancake? Um... <laughs> Gold actor. <laughs> um, uh, am I doing this right? Am I doing? Yes, I am. Good. Okay. Yeah. Are you? I'm on figure D of step three. Kind of putting the. How can you be on? Oh, that's right. You're short two screws, so you're obviously moving faster than I am. I'm on C. C. Oh, okay. C. Just <sighs> setting that guy into the. It's a little tricky. How does this work? Like that. Yeah, like I kind of just like I lined that, up like where the crossbar kind of goes. They gave you like a little divot. Like you? Okay. Reference. Sorry. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yes, like that. Yes, I understand. Yes. What? 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 <laughs> oh, I'm on the wrong side. That would do it. What? Go on. Like, why is this not working? What? Yeah, I feel like, like this is another one where it's it's kind of difficult where you you just you can't really see the contours in the in the diagram. Like you just kind of have to pay attention to where the um. Oh yeah, this one doesn't even fit into place so much as you just got to line up the. Yeah, you can because you can see where the yeah you can see where that crossbar goes. So that's where you just kind of. That's a, uh, all right. That's a, it's a toughie. Uh, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a little gonna... quiet on the Ghostbusters Muppets? front. Muppets? Muppets? Yeah, uh, Muppets Now is out on uh, the Disney Plus, which is, we actually just watched uh, the second episode yesterday, today, three days ago. What day is it? Where am I? What's my name? <laughs> uh, we saw the first one and liked it. It's fun. I mean, it's uh, it's different. You know, uh, they're trying to do the variety show, a la you know, uh, internet streaming, social media, social age, media, yeah. like uh, Miss Piggy has her lifestyle blog. You know, uh, Life, kind of lifestyle, lifestyle. <laughs> that is a pretty good recurring joke. Um, um, all in all, pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun, and it's uh, Pepe, the one in the second episode, Pepe kind of steals the show as he always does, uh, but uh, yeah, it's been good. Um, what else have we been? I don't, I mean, I don't know, we I watched weird... uh, American Pickle, the Seth Rogen oh, uh, yeah. film. Oh, yeah, how was that? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's it's one of those that I'm glad is, is on uh, the HBO Max, uh, which... I do Thank, not have the Max. So. Th- thankfully, yeah, I was going to say AT and T. Uh, it, it came with my cell phone, so I, I don't think there I would have it otherwise. Um, but uh, oh no! Oh yes. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> what have I done? Uh, yeah, American Pickle was fun. Um, yeah. uh, I've been trying to catch up on stuff. I saw Mandy. Oh yeah, Have you seen Mandy? Yeah, I've I've it's, not. That's the Nicolas Cage movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a trip, man, and I mean that almost literally. Like Vampire's Kiss trip, or uh... um, 
But that is the name of the movie, right? Vampire's Kiss, the one where he is like the stockbroker yeah. and wants to... Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, this is more like... Uh, like art house horror. I forget the director's name, but I, I recently watched uh, one of those variety things or whatever where actors step through their roles. And it was Nicolas Cage, and he was talking about Mandy, and he was saying this director only does a movie every eight years like yeah. it's just and and the it's a slow burn and it is extremely arty but it works because it's, it's supposed to be kind of uh, otherworldly like the supernatural like there's yeah. he goes kind of down a crazy hole which is you know great for him as an actor <laughs> which is great for Nicolas Cage yes yeah um but both you know the world that he's finds himself thrust into is kind of crazy pants so um yeah the whole slow burn setup like a beginning is like a setup to when things go sideways it feels like you're kind of seeing into the other world as well it's a little hard to describe yeah i, I recommend it I, I it does not fall into the category of movies where i'm like i'm in a rush to get the the home video i'm certainly not in a rush to watch it again sort of thing but i yeah. also at the same time i am by no means upset i'm not even like nonplussed that i saw it like i actually actively by the end was kind of like yeah all right like which is unique actually it's 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 kind of almost on par with when movies surprise you i'm always pleased when a movie doesn't even necessarily surprise me but actually just kind of i guess that's kind of what i was feeling too it was just such a unique movie and the way they what they were trying to do that yeah i was kind of like oh yeah i've definitely never seen that before chainsaw <laughs> fight you say okay those chains i mean again any good nicholas cage movie should have all of those things yes uh well for example in the middle of it without giving anything away there's like at the beginning they kind of fill the place of demons and they may be demons but at the exact same time they're they're explained as uh, like uh, one percenter. I mean, the the, the motorcycle gang sense one percenter. Uh, bike bikers that got a bad batch of acid and then just basically not only went cuckoo but like went borderline supernatural. <laughs> like it's yeah. just it's really, yeah. It's um. Well, I'll have to check it out. I mean, I'm always game for that kind of like. That's why I think I like the you know bad movies on Comet so much is. Have I ever had a desire to watch Deathstalker and Deathstalker 2? No. Uh, are they on Comet? Sure. Oh, my God. Why have I deprived myself of this film this entire time? This is wonderful. Um, let me let me, let me me put it to you this, this way to give you an idea of what kind of director he is. Um, in the opening thing, we see him, like the credits are kind of coming up on the screen as he's they're up up north, like I don't know Alaska or something like that, and uh, he works uh, lumber, like he works you know forestry, like and all that, and they have to fly them in and out. And as they're flying out, one of the other guys, there's no sound, right? Like it's the music and the 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 the, the credits coming up, and guy offers him a beer, and he shakes his head no. Just a small thing, and then later when things go sideways, he actually like runs into his house, runs into the bathroom, runs to the corner cupboard, digs in the lowest back of like back of the lowest <laughs> drawer, and pulls out a bottle of vodka. So never has it been said. It's like, 
I was an alcoholic until I found you and you helped me turn my life around. Like, oh, there's so much unspoken stuff. <laughs> and then, but like I said, just those two little things and you're like, dude had a rough life and he turned it all around. And now that it's gone sideways, he's going, you know, and it's not like getting lost in it. He's like, why not? Like, like it's, I don't know. It was, it was a good movie. I liked it. Oh, and geez. All very right, well. trippy. I think some people kind of described it as. No, I think I'm getting it conflated with uh, the color of space because those came out very close together. Oh, yeah. And the color of uh, the color out of space is super Lovecraftian yeah. and super effed up. Speaking of Lovecraft, uh, it, have, is that show out now? Love Lovecraft. It is Lovecraft uh, Country. Lovecraft Country. Uh, yeah. has, have you watched any of that? Is it? It's on HBO. I don't know. Oh, see, there we go. <laughs> Speaking I desperately want to see it. I like Jordan Peele. Uh, I always love it when somebody tries to take a stab at Lovecraft stuff. Um, but uh, huh. it's being very well reviewed by critics. So um, maybe Let's that's one I'll have to way. check out. Because we we've been watching the uh, the Perry Mason on the HBOs. That uh, is not Lovecraft at which all. Which is not Lovecraft. Uh, but L- Lovecraft, there's a little bit of a, a hand holding, you know, walk with me uh, to watch during, uh, you know, t- together family, uh, me and my wife time. Uh, I think that would be like this shows what about who yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I think Lovecraft Country is more of a, an explanation of the tone and mythos of the things rather than you have to know anything. About, I don't think you need to know the anything knowing about Lovecraft. The mytho- yeah. Mythological. They'll, yeah. They'll, they'll walk you yeah. through. No problem. Well, what was the thing? I saw, I laughed my butt off. I've realized that somehow I must've missed some episodes of key and peel or forgotten them. It's the one where the two of them are coming out of Othello. They're oh, kind yeah. of riffing, riffing on the, the, you know, the, that's my jam. Like those two guys, only it's Elizabethan types. And it's like, that doth be my jam. Like, and then they go back in and come out of the third act and they've killed, Othello's been killed and they corner Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, 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 they had so many, like. That one made me laugh so hard. Especially and it was, those what's his two name? guys, was, like yeah. the. You know, oh, I'm all about the Bruce Willies. Uh, <laughs> e M. Yeah, are you on figure e- A of step four? M. Yes. E M. Um, Bingo. Like that. Jay Quillen. Jay, Jay Quillen. A A Ah, I I mean I'm I'm so glad that the two of them have continued to do other things and Jordan Peele's kind of found this cool new, you know, second career. Um it's like he did what Kevin Smith uh tried to do and was unsuccessful and now he's, you know, successfully found his way into the the horror genre, but like I really I wish they would do more Key and Peele. I wish that they would <laughs> still make me laugh yeah. uh, together and <laughs> Only reason I wanted to become a, vamp- become a vampire was to live forever and see future cars. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that we always Tim, come back Tim to. Timothy, present. Tim. <laughs> the, uh, the Super Bowl, you know, Hingle McCringleberry, the Ohio State. <laughs> my brother. Squeeps. <laughs> my brother, when he sends me, we, we send each other packages. That's how we label them with, uh, with uh, football <laughs> names from the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh man, um, the uh, that '80s video 
uh, of the football the, teams. Yeah, that was oh, pretty good. Having grown up in the 80s in a CFL town, oh my God. Oh, why? Man. Why did they do those things? And they did. Like, I, some people just don't get it. I was like, no, they all did it. Oh God! Uh, the, yeah, let's the, get let's get the quarterback from Nebraska to wrap. Uh, yeah, the that'll Super work. Bowl shuffles. Yeah, everybody had one. Uh, the the uh, the '80s aerobics one. That's the one I thought you were talking about at first too. Oh, the, yeah. You know where he gets the message about his wife and child, mm-hmm. but keep dancing. <laughs> um, oh God! Uh, yeah, those are wow, those so were, good. They're all so good. Those those are the like the type of thing where it's like. You know, two o'clock in the morning, you're like, all right, I got to go to bed. Um, and then you just kind of are mindlessly flipping through the channels and you see Key and Peele is on Comedy Central. It's like, <laughs> yep, like, okay. I will continue watching this. Uh, yeah, no, that's Before actually... Before sleep. I'm very careful about my season purchases now. And that was that was a strong no thoughts about it. I absolutely yeah. had to get that one to... So I have their complete season, or their complete uh, series, rather. The Halloween ones are really good. Oh, yeah. That was, like, the thing that they always had, too, is the production value. Like, their their Miami Vice ripoff looked like Miami Vice. Like, they yeah. uh, they went all out. You know, a lot of times, like, the sketch shows, you, you can kind of see between the seams. But, like, everything Well, those so two are good. huge movie guys, right? Like, yeah. So, and actually, half their jokes were being movie file jokes like the slow motion action scene one but they keep tripping <laughs> like that's that's all that well, one that, is it's the, just... the whole gremlins 2 thing like who would do a sketch about gremlins 2 only the two of those guys really yeah okay so the two wait a minute hold on hey hey ron here oh boy I'm on figure C of step four. Where what? where are you? At? I'm on B. I'm just getting those B. screws okay. into place there. I'm not far behind you. Um, what is this? A break? I guess it's a break. Eh? What do you? A you massive break? break. No, no. <laughs> this break. You know, <laughs> stopping the car. Uh, wait. What? I need to see this from the side. Why are they not showing me this? Uh, I've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube watching Craig Ferguson. I miss Craig, Craig uh, Ferguson late night. His show was so good. It was. I, I was very, very bummed that uh, his show went off the air. Because um, it was just. It was. It was just silly, and I love just silly stuff. Uh, and it was a straight up conversation too, like. I, I, I and never an honest fe- conversation. Like yeah. his interview style was perfect. Um, I discovered the ones where his sister was visiting, so he'd have her on the show. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I mean, and that's the kind of stuff that he would do. Like, or because he was such a Doctor Who fan, you know, there was that whole episode where he did the Doctor Who theme song that I don't think it was able to air because they didn't get the music rights. And so he, like, at the intro, was like, we had this whole thing that we choreographed, and I wrote lyrics to it, and, uh, you know, we... Uh, but we didn't get the rights to it, so go to our internet site, and we're going to put it there for you. Know, like, uh, okay, I'm on C. C, yeah. How did that? How does that work? I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure that out. So... It screws into the back of that... 
the little flappy bit. The flappy bit, but what which is part is the that? knuckle thing? The knuckle. What are they called? The knuckle joint. Oh, I see. It's this. Okay, there. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's got another it. one okay. of those ones where it's super misleading. So J. Oh, okay. There we go. So that the so, yeah the yeah, I spout, think if you pile it into the the the. <laughs> the the spout bit goes into the knuckle joint on the bottom. Yeah. And then there's the bit at the top of the bow above the spout. And that's what you I'm gonna try to that pilot to it in top. before I try to like precariously yeah. put these things I together. Would absolutely do that. Um let me just quickly look here. What? Why don't I screw that one in? Oh, it's been flipped over, I understand. So I only do it one way first. And what way is that? Yes, this is the right way. Okay, and that goes on top, you say? Yes, okay, good. Fine, let's just do it. I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> just do it. It's the, it's the running theme of 2020 at this point. Mm. I don't care anymore, just whatever. Just, did you see um, Scoob? Oh, you know what, we did. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It, Me too. It, it got destroyed by critics, but I really thought it was fun. And all of the little Hanna Barbera, you know, in gags, they go into the oh, arcade, and there's like yeah. a Sea Lab uh, arcade game. And I know they, I know it got crap, and it shouldn't have, because again, I honestly don't think critics should review kids' movies quite the same way. They never seem to grade it on the curve of, was this made for you? No. No. Right? But um, what I liked most about it is, even though they did some oddly borderline heretical things with some of the characters, I liked that there was the hint of them going, it is time for us to recreate that Saturday morning Hanna-Barbera laugh olympic shared universe yeah yeah like that ending thing where it was like well captain caveman for example tracy morgan's captain caveman is like i want to see a whole movie of him on, on his own and then they get to the end and it's like you know grape ape and so like no they're yeah. just setting it oh and the uh was it the not the incredibles but the the well, there was like a wonder. Wasn't there a Wonder Twins joke or something in there? I'm trying to remember. There was the. There's the the that the the Beatles musical group that is also the. Um, oh yeah, the uh, the superheroes. Um, yeah. The fantastic. No, I can't remember right now. I should know, but I don't quite off. Um, but yeah, there's that Jabberjaw. Like they just they just they were setting it all up, and I'm like, hot damn, yeah, do that. I think I th I, I honestly think. And this is, I mean, this is going to be the stupidest thing that I've probably ever said on the podcast. So get your recorders ready. But <laughs> I think the title Scoob threw so many people off. Like just the title of the movie turned so many people away from it. And then it still affected their thought process. They didn't, they didn't know what the movie was going into it. They're like, what? Scoob? They're just trying to be cool or something? I don't get this. How um, could you? Uh, well, I will say when they were marketing it, they leaned heavily on the opening bits with him and Shaggy as kids meeting. As kids, yeah. It was sold very almost like initially. I thought it was just that it was the story of, you know, it was the the ninety minute story of how they they met and got together. And it's not that is a no. minor part of the whole thing. 
And that so. part was cute. I mean, that was, yeah. uh, you know, watching it with the two-year-old, that was what she liked the most. She's like, where's the babies? Where'd the babies go? Um, but, <laughs> uh, I mean, the... Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg doing his best Ryan Reynolds uh, impression. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, Blue Falcon is always fun when the Blue Falcons there, and all, you know, it's just. All right, so the spring goes. Okay, here we go. There we go. Spring goes in there. And then spring goes in there. Everything oh, is God. very loose, right? Everything is like everything <laughs> feels very kind of like joint, uh, hingy. You mean in reality or by design? Because <laughs> I can only answer one way. Uh, you know what I mean. Oh boy, um, this one's gonna be fun. Yeah, this is this is no joke. Let's. Oh god, I need like a clamp or something. Yeah. So the spring, you put the spring into place, and then. And then you drink it all up. Okay. Okay. That's a yes for your a spring. And then I get another JM. Hello. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh oh, what are you uh, what? Okay, hang on. Okay, so uh to try to explain to people because it is an audio podcast. So we're putting this um there's a, a shock absorber that's going, you know, into this uh recessed area uh, where all of the things that we've been putting together here, the steering connector and the steering knuckle, uh, this coil spring uh, goes right in the middle of it. And we're trying to get the coil spring and everything to pinch together and then... (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Tune in to see how it goes. It'll be fine. Oh my god, it'll be fine! Uh, Okay, so spring... And then that, and then that there goes through that go. to that. Okay. Did you get it? No. I, I oh, finally okay. got the spring into place, and now I'm just trying to... I'm at the trying to line up the... Yeah, now I'm trying to line up... Do I have to tap the uh, the knuckle? Push the suspension arm back into place. You'll feel resistance from the spring as you do. Turn the assembly over and fix the upper steering knuckle to the... So if I put it on the table, they're saying... And press down, yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes some sense. Uh, you don't have to tap the I am the knuckle, but I th- I'm gonna see if I have to tap the uh, the other side because there's no way I want to be trying to get this into position while it's fighting me. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm not gonna lie, we're about an hour in. This may be the only stage we do on this build. It's a little complicated. This one's a little complicated. They can't um, all be like 13. <laughs> Screw two plates in. Okay, good night. Good night. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. Yeah, tap the. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do the, the one top. on the brake. It is yeah. the knuckle doesn't need it. I just tried. The screw yeah. goes through it perfectly fine, but the what it screws into underneath it does need it. And Were don't you just forget doing the uh, the raccoons from Great Outdoors two seconds ago. Was I doing what? Uh, I, you did a little ba 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 boom. And it sounded like the, you know, every time oh. they introduced the raccoons in the garbage. No, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, the opening to the Migos song in the Adams Family movie. Uh, oh, okay. Um, uh, which Thomas really loves and we watched it a second time. And I dug too. Let's uh, where, where is that? Is that on Netflix now? No, it's on home video, but it hasn't, oh, okay. it hasn't, I mean, it's probably on, uh, 
It's probably. I something. think we first watched it. We got it through Apple. Apple. I think it was. I think we saw it on Amazon Prime as one of their Prime, you know, uh, included movies. And we're like, oh, we should watch that, and we haven't done it yet. If but, it is, it's that must be an American thing because I don't. I haven't seen it in Canada. Uh, also, right. isn't uh, one of our Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, stars is in it? Right? Isn't uh, isn't Finn Wolfhard one Finn of the Finn Wolfhard is Pugsley. And uh, um, I don't know. That was kind of name casting. I'm not, it's nothing against Finn. He's fine. But uh, like some of the other Puglies in the cartoons, kind of had a, <laughs> had a, you know, a wolf boy kind of thing. And Finn is just Luke talking Finn's Finn. Finn's being him. Yeah. Finn's being Finn. Like I said, it's not terrible. Compared to, uh, what's her name? Uh, Chloe uh, Hit Girl from... Uh, What's it there? Oh, uh... Chloe something um, Grace? Yeah, Chloe Moritz. Uh, Moritz, Moritz Grace? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so figure D, yep. Uh, where she, you know, puts a lot more of the the mopey goth the kind Wednesday of... Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. into it. <laughs> but Nick Kroll as Uncle Fester... Perfect. <laughs> to this day, when, when Thomas, like, in the tub and there's a giant splash, I get to yell up, You sunk my battleship! <laughs> um, all oh, right. Oh, man. I am struggling tonight. This is got, not going Where well. are you at? I got D. Uh, I'm on D. I got that in place. Now I'm trying to do E. H. M. I'm still trying to tighten on C. Just keeps sort of pop- because of the resistance of the spring coil, it just keeps popping out of place on me. Are you? You have it. There you we know, go. Pushing down on it. There you go. Yeah. Took Did you little... pre-tap it? The pre-tapped. pre-tapping was yeah. Okay, that was double tapped. I double tapped. Double tapped. Um, but take, uh, take because care of, of because of no, the resistance, like God, I'm still I'm looking at it and it looks like it's about to just explode. Okay, hold on, I need to tighten this even more. <laughs> I did the same thing. Like I, I don't oh. want this to be like a you know a watch that you open up and it all just goes. Um, there we go. What are you? And how do I make you work? And then this is oh, still. Oh God. Oh, willy nilly. Hold on. How did you? No. Oh, no. What happened here? Uh oh. Hmm. It's never a good sign. No, that is never, ever a good sign. I think. I think. That is correct, and that is correct, but that is. How can that be that? Oh, God, I got it back. Damn it. Oh, uh, no. Is it pointing the wrong direction? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know how I managed that, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm very concerned about this flap not being super tight. I feel like this wheel is just going to totally fall off, but maybe that's... <laughs> maybe, maybe like the old 59, uh, maybe that's kind of why. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. i got to take some steps back here to make this work. Do you have to undo the... All right, caramba. 
yeah, it's like it's legit backwards. I gotta. Um, uh, no! <laughs> 14B, that just like slides in there, eh? Lady Pharaoh, the worker <laughs> skipped step 16 and now the pyramid's a little off kilt. That's yeah, okay, right? It's fine. But see, the thing is, is I can take those two off, but I think it's still screwed in from the other side, too. Like, yeah, it is. Dag nabbit. Okay, so maybe... If I take... Oh, that's... Wow. Oh, this could be... <laughs> well, this could be it. Good night, folks. Um... Oh, did I do it backwards too? I, I'm right. Uh, <laughs> figure, figure E. The the connection there is not. Yeah, well, let's put it this way: if the the hole's not in the middle, it's wrong. Well, the hole's in the, but it doesn't line up with 14B. When you put the shock absorber in, it doesn't line up with that hole. Did I not? Oh, I still have to. I still have to tighten this even more. That's why the, you have to put more resistance on the spring in order to get it down there. I see. Okay. And it's... Uh, oh, boy. I love unscrewing things when there's a spring underneath, desperately trying to escape. Like, is it, is it too soon for me to say that I miss the blue hoses at this point? I'd rather <laughs> be doing the blue hoses right now. Well, they were just annoying, but at least they didn't threaten to take an eye out. <laughs> this is also true. That, that spring was going to... They were just disappointment. This one's us like... at any minute. Everybody remember their lessons on potential energy? I do. I'm not happy right now. Okay. Uh, we were talking... Uh, you haven't touched Lego... Unboxing yet? Have you? Uh, Heroes Unboxed? I have not. I have not. Uh, I, I downloaded it. That's about as far as I got. Um, it's uh, well, it's a bit of a money maker. There, it's either for people who are grinding that game constantly, which I cannot do. I won't have the time. Yeah. Or it's like, like if you want to cheat your way, we talked about this before too. Like they did it on Walk the Dead, where you could pay a super arm and a leg, all four limbs really to jump ahead and people get mad at that and it's like yep but they're not targeting you like they've done that math for the the eight guys that or whatever hundred guys that they can get that money out of sort of thing and it's the same thing here if you want all the guys and slimer and all that you know spend 200 bucks you're done yeah but grinding it it's like oh god i'm stuck on a whole bunch of levels where i'm trying to move ahead with the guys but i can't beat it because my guys aren't big enough level, and I'm just not able to put the time in to, to grind them uh, and level them up faster, so... Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where... I, I mean, I... All of the time that you would think I would have uh, staying at home and being uh, socially distant and all that sort of stuff, it's just... And especially now that the hockey playoffs have started, I'm just... I'm, I've, I've got my iPad on, and I've got hockey in the background, and I'm doing work, <laughs> and... Uh, the, the kid is running around totally crazy. Uh, I've started populating Halloween candy and I shouldn't be doing that. And it's, uh, backfiring terribly on me. And you populate yeah. like you're buying uh, it in or? Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, we, I went and I got yeah. the full size candy bars, uh, last week <sighs> nice. and, uh, 
Hey, can I ask you a favor? Yeah, what do you need? Keep an eye out for uh, Brack's uh, turkey dinner candy corn. Oh, is that real? I thought yeah, that that was... No, it's real. <laughs> it's... And it sounds horrible, and I gotta try it. Um, it is like 100% Bernie Bot's every flavored bean sort of thing. I gotta, <laughs> and I'm morbidly curious about about it. Uh, yeah, I did this 100% the wrong way. Gosh, oh, no. Dude. I've got oh, the no. whole assembly unscrewed off now. I left the hinged bits because they were the trickiest. I think it'd almost be easier to now put it back into place. Yeah, I mean, I think it's they're they're not joking around when they like you have to pay real close attention to like where all of the rivets are yeah. and where all of the yeah. yeah. It's um. This is not a this is this is not a kids model. <laughs> this ain't your grandfather's ecto. <laughs> I was trying to explain to a friend the. Uh, the hunt for the uh, the hotel audio clip. Oh, and how, how we do were you, to to the to the common person? How do you explain? So I was explaining, you know, kind of as best I could, Fantasy Island. And one of them looks at me, and goes, "All I can think about now is uh, John Candy <laughs> sitting on a table next to uh, Eugene Levy's uh, Ricardo Mato. Boss, boss." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, great. That's all I can hear now, too. Yeah. Blast the plane! Tattoo, stop touching yourself. I can't help it! <laughs> like borderline curly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's uh, the other thing I find myself going down a rabbit hole on is on YouTube is old SCTV. Yeah. God, I can watch that stuff forever. I wish that somebody somewhere would put all of the, you know, just do like a comprehensive SCTV release. It's so they did. difficult. The Jet DVDs Factory did, yeah. Did that, but was that like from start to finish? Because I have like volumes here and there. Um, well, I can't swear they went all the way to like Cinemax and all that, uh, but definitely uh, all of you know the first years and then the Edmonton years. See, I, I I have like I have two two DVDs, and they're just sort of like you know the random. Yeah. It's like SCTV 49. And I'm like, I where did the other ones go? Why can't I just buy the the box set? But yeah, Shout Factory's got the whole thing. I'll have to look that up. Take that bar. Mer- Merv um, Griffin, uh the the what is it? The Merv Griffith show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Oh man. Ooh. Um we'll be right back. Ooh. And the stupid joke about his butt. Oh, didn't uh, didn't Eugene uh, uh, Levy just get like some sort of a lifetime achievement award or something that they did sort of uh, remotely that Martin Short and everybody gave to him? Uh, I don't. I didn't hear about that. Possibly. Uh, I, I, think, I mean, I think it just happened today. Um, and shoot, now this is I'm, I'm giving you terrible third hand news. But uh, like, is it Juno season or something? I've lost track. Uh, maybe. Not, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do you give to your movie stars? Oh, an Oscar. What's that named after? I don't know. A guy named Oscar. Know. What do you give your movie stars? A Juno. What's that named after? Oh, you know that bit of the war where we lost a whole bunch of guys. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I see. Okay. And you give that to comedians? Yeah. Well, um, we never forget. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, we do. I would look it up, but at the moment I'm a bit... No, no. A bit busy. Um, as you should be. I'm almost... I, I just need to get this KM part in, and then I'll be done, and then I can look it up, and we can we can chat about it. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> somebody was pointing out that... Like, the, it's been pointed out a number of times. SCTV is the kind of the the comedy show that keeps growing on you. Like, there was something so immediate about SNL that there wasn't... And it was done live, and, you know, things are done very quickly yeah. and all that. So, you know, they're great, and there's some classic stuff, but it's very, very quick. SCTV stuff was written and was super deep. So somebody pointed out that depending on what era of SCTV you're watching, Eugene Levy is playing pre- and post-stroke actor playing the um, the barber in the Andy Griffith show like um, or somebody else pointed out that if you watch there's a whole um, uh, oh boy am I going to be able to do this I may have been overconfident about my ability to do this bit oh no no it's okay I am a human my will over the universe will dominate. Um, uh, Joe Flaherty. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, there's so many levels. Like, Joe Flaherty plays, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Floyd. What was his last name? Was it Floyd Floyd or something like that? But he plays the news anchor who is also Count Floyd, which is how they used to do it on the old you know the old stations right they get right. the news guy or whatever yeah. to host the uh <laughs> I, said, I was i i only knew count floyd that's why i was like wait last name yeah um and then they pointed yeah. out that if you watch closely in the front of um like right in your face is floyd as a news host and they had an arc where he had a drinking problem and it it got worse over time, and what they pointed out was is that um, you watch the the was it the five neat guys, and that it, that also is Floyd, like the same newscaster yeah. as part of the five neat guys. And if you watch their, you know, KTL presents, and if you watch him, he's playing drunk. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Like they're singing, and he's like you know, kind of rhythmically, just slightly off and a little wobbly. And who was it? Oh, I think it was Eugene Levy that pointed it out. Like, he, he, they, he Eugene Levy uh, wrote it, and it was, he was in the editing room, and it was only then that he realized that he was playing it drunk. <laughs> and, and really, it was just this little comedy bomb that he left for Eugene Levy in the editing room. Like, all through shooting, they had no idea. And then he gets to the editing room, and he just cannot stop laughing because there's Joe Flaherty pretending to be drunk. <laughs> Just, oh, God. Uh, that's, I mean, hearing the two of them, you know, when Eugene Levy and um, and Catherine O'Hara were on the Conan O'Brien podcast and they were talking about just being, you know, in the void, making the show, not even thinking that people were watching it. Um, yeah. That, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that, uh, that geniuses. Um, well, I found, so I'm, I'm finished and I, I can safely report that the steering rod actually moves the wheel. So I feel like I did something right. Um, but 
So, uh, so I'll read. This is from Rolling Stone, uh, okay. and the headline is: "See Steve Martin, Martin Short, and the Schitt's Creek cast bring tears of joy to Eugene Levy." Um, and he says, uh, "Let's see. Since the Newport Beach Film Festival could not be held in public oh. this year, the event organizer surprised its Lifetime Achievement Award to recipient Eugene Levy with a special video." The clip shows Levy watching uh, as his friends and collaborators both praise and lovingly roast him, bringing tears of joy to his eyes by the end of it. Some of the people who shared their thoughts include Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Andrea Martin, as well as a bevy of people whose names aren't Martin. Notably, <laughs> 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 the cast of Shits Creek, Catherine O'Hara, Chris Elliott, Annie Murphy, and Levy's children. Uh, this is cute. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll play some of the audio at the end of the show here just to kind of round things out. Yeah. Big year for him. Yeah. I mean, Shit's Creek is getting nothing but, uh, critical, uh, praise and, uh, and Emmy nominations and his son Daniel is uh, really making a name for himself. And, um, yeah, that, that's the, kind, you know what? Speaking of Ghostbusters, two things unearthed, where is that, uh, Eugene Levy stuff? That's what yeah, I want right? to see. Uh, if anybody out this, there is listening, I still to this day contend, and I know that over the years I've learned that, um, you know, memory is a memory is a punk. That's for sure. Um, but I'm still convinced that when I saw it opening weekend in Calgary. Uh, there's a bit of Eugene Levy still in that that edit. Yeah, and and you because you have that that sort of sense memory of it that like that gives me hope that it, that it actually exists that they can still some some way somehow find it. Um, but because, uh, because I know we've seen um, pictures of it, just photos still, of it. I, yeah, there's a. But the, I recall them like it, <laughs> I actually have the sense memory of of Lewis Tully introducing, you know, his cousin to them. Yeah. And it's Eugene Levy. And it's not the bit where they drive off without him and all that. It's inside the... Uh, it's like an actual introduction, introductory it's, scene. It's, in, it's inside the building. Hmm. Oh, God, is this enough? Or No, that's a bit of a... That's the downside to this approach that I've taken is... God, i got to put so much pressure on it. Just to... I, I, you can still see uh, on on my uh, you know my index finger and my thumb like where I was pushing that stupid coil <laughs> down like it it left a, a pretty sizable mark still that's that's red and angry at me but this thing is gonna explode on the launch pad I swear to God <laughs> okay so now I can go to here and I can put that pin in place yes in theory come on. Uh, what else Speak. happened? This, uh, I was gonna say there was uh, was Jason at Ghostbusters News's birthday, as every social media outlet uh, told me. Happy birthday, Jason! <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, what else happened this week? It's been kind of a, a quiet week uh, in terms of the pop culture news. Uh, DC Comics and Warner Brothers. They, I don't know what's going on there. That's kind of yeah. DC Universe is shutting down. Like apparently, uh, yeah. Is that DC what Universe. It, it sounds like they're shutting down, and they they laid everybody off. And the it's, comics, it's very sad. yeah. The comics arm lost a lot of people, which is well. That's some. That was some bad managerial call because it's like, where's all this? 
IP content that you want to turn into movies coming from oh, again? Yeah, I mean, and I know that it's kind of an an organizational shift after they were acquired uh, back in was it last year, two years ago now with the AT and T merger. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that they've they've had the bobs in there uh, asking everybody what they do and they're trying to figure out how to streamline things. But still, it's just it's especially right now where everybody is sort of on edge and yeah, either uh, f- fearing that the job that they have uh, is at risk or has already lost or been furloughed uh, from their job. It's just kind of. You know, and and the weirdest part, I don't want to go too far down rabbit hole talking about DC, but the weirdest part is that this happened right before their big fandom. Like, yeah. check out how big and awesome DC is uh, event. Uh, it's like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Um, strange timing. Just, I mean, strange timing all around, but just with the fact that they've got this big, you know, hype machine running uh, for fandom mm. is weird. Um. But, but then uh, at the same time, there's so much stuff being hinted about fandom that I don't, you know, certainly the the mainstream fan reaction is going to die off pretty quick because, you know, yeah, it's more, I mean, there's, more goodies coming. There's stuff coming in there that I'm excited for. I mean, uh, again, our Yes Have Some friends had uh, Mr. Ryan Dole and uh, John Yurkeba on talking about uh, the the biggest news that I was excited about is Michael Keaton possibly going to be Batman again. Uh, sure, that's got my money. I'll 100% yeah. uh, buy into that. Um, a Suicide Squad video game? Uh, not so much. I'm good. I don't uh, but You know, that... It's sort of like for every one thing that I'm excited about, there's like two or three things where I'm like, oh, somebody else can. Another Injustice fighting game? Cool. I know a lot of people really dig those. Uh, I'm not not into it. Um, but yeah, I it's it's kind of it's weird because there there are especially after Comic Con or the Comic Con at home, I guess I should say there are still announcements coming out. You know, Halo Infinite was a big announcement and it's been delayed into 2021 because of the pandemic. And, um, uh, you know, the, it's, it's like, it's kind of cool having these announcements still happening, but at the same time, it's like, well, you're announcing stuff, but is it going to happen right now? Is there any sense in you telling me that something's going to release in the next six to 12 months? Because, who knows if it will um unless so it's much, a video yeah. game that's already in the pipeline you know, like star wars squadrons or something that's so far so, down the line um you know uh a, a, a tron uh there's going to be another tron movie with jared leto uh and it's being uh directed by um oh shoot what's his name um Dagnabbit. Uh, uh, Montgomery Dagnabbit. What? <laughs> He's such a wonderful director. He's the Alan Smithy of Montgomery's. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, same thing. I'm like, that's okay. I would love to see a sequel to Tron Legacy. When is this filming again? Yeah. Uh, 2022? 2021? And we'll see it in two or three years? Maybe? I don't know. Who I'm knows? spiraling. I'm spiraling. Sorry, I'm... What is happening? I was just focusing on the last one. I did it! Yeah, Think. there you go. I think it's all together. Hasn't exploded on me. I just want to be excited about stuff again, Chris. I just want to... I want things to... 
Bill and Ted uh, Face the Music is my saving grace here. Wild Stallions <laughs> is going to save the universe, and they didn't even know it. They're going to save my universe for real. Yeah, I mean, the Zen thing to try and do is not fixate so much on the, you know, I want to be happy about, you know, fun pop culture things in the future sort of thing. Now's the time to kind of, what have I missed? What do I need to catch up on? Yeah. That's the kind of thing that you can spend months with your head down catching up on. And then, yeah, by the time you know it, then you can get back to uh, him and in a high and a... <laughs> And and I try to put that Second that energy like yeah when when I thought Bill and Ted was definitely going to get delayed I busted out I've got the omnibus of Evan Dorkin's comics and I was reading those you know um, I love Evan Dorkin stuff but, uh, I, somewhere I got my milk and cheese like that big hardcover and I don't it <laughs> somewhere in the move it's just like buried in a closet somewhere but if it bends it's funny if it breaks it's funnier. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or the best. I honestly, for a short period of time, was this was many years ago, and I did it didn't last long. Uh, but I was toying with the idea of a here to hit tattoo. Oh man! Um, have you read Beasts of Burden? I have not. No. Um, it is Evan Dorkin, and it is illustrated by Jill. Last name escapes me. Um, which is Ted Thompson? Jill Thompson. Is it more um, more recent? No, it's in like no. it's like over the no. last ten years. They, it hasn't. It's not like it wasn't a super regular. It was a bunch of, but it's um. How do I put this? For Ghostbusters fans and horror movie fans and all that, it's it's really great. It's a series of neighborhood friends who are all pets, like all dogs in a in a neighborhood, and <laughs> but. Uh, it's a Dark Horse comic, which gives you the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, there is kind of that Mike Mignola spin. I think they even crossed over in, like, some sort of comic book legal defense fund thing or an annual or something just for shoots and, and gibbles. They um, they had Hellboy meet up with them and all this sort of thing. But, um, yeah, like, there's wise old dogs that can do magic and... Uh, which is familiars and all this sort of thing. And mm. there are all these little stories of the, the animals dealing with various supernatural things. And uh, some of them are, you know, pretty, pretty great, like scary horror ones. Others are quite sad, like, mm. like sad ghost story stuff and all this. And I th- think the best way now, it's not terribly expensive either. It's the first run of it. The first series is in hardcover. Yeah. And it's beasts of burden. Uh, burden being the name of the town they live in. That's huh. the that's the 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 pun All to the right. name is. I'm gonna have to. If you like Evan Dorkin, uh, yeah. and the art is great. She uh, Jill Thompson. I'm pretty sure it's Thompson. I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, that's she gonna watercolors. Be who I'm in. I, I feel like it's it's like um like as soon as because I've got the big omnibus of uh, House of X that I'm finishing up right now, and I feel right. like that will be my next. I'll have that's to right. order it so that it's here waiting for me. Jill Thompson, I got it! Hey. Hooray! Um, yeah. Title centers on the eponymous team of intelligent animals that investigate different paranormal events that occur in their small neighborhood of Burden Hill. The initial group consists of five dogs and a cat, and they are often seen consulting with wise dogs, local shamanic elders of their community. It's, nice. like I said, especially with Halloween coming up, if you're stuck at yeah. home and looking for something good to read, go hit Amazon and get that, that hardcover thing. It's and not Dorkin's weird sensibilities. I yes! Mean, yeah. It is great, and and you know it, that kind of 
punk attitude too, where sometimes he'll just take it someplace where you weren't expecting it, sort of thing. Because he's like, you know, what the hell ever, sort of. It's like I said, I've been a fan of Evan Dorkins all the way back, Milk and Cheese and Pirate Corps and all that. Um, but man, yeah, that Beast of Burden series. I actually <laughs> many years ago was conscripted by somebody to help jumpstart a website. It was going to be a comics, like a, like a, a an internet comic shop. And I don't <laughs> think it's around yeah. Well, well, the idea was is you'd register your account and you'd sign up for what you wanted and they'd bundle it and mail it to you. So instead of going in on Wednesday to be in your mailbox by like Friday or whatever sort of thing, I get, you know, it was just, it worked for a while or whatever. But of course, part of it was also that people could, would review stuff as well. And so I was hired on to uh, populate the front page by at putting reviewing some stuff so that the system actually showed reviews on the front page for some stuff. Uh, prime the system, so to speak, yeah. and wasn't really getting paid in money in the end. It was like paid in in stock, <laughs> and and I went in and I was like, "Great, I'll take five copies of the hard copy, a uh, hardcover of Beast of Burden." I gave them out as like Christmas and birthday <laughs> presents for a couple of years. Like, nice. This is a great one. Happy birthday! Like it's just, but oh, uh, that's funny. It's a it's a really nice hardcover. It's a really great series. Like I said, Halloween. I'm starting to get a Halloween head sort of thing. Yeah, as are we. Yeah. I, um, I normally wouldn't start this early, but this year I'm just eh, for, go uh, for, for it. old mental health. Yeah, totally. But um, all right. Well, uh, Beast of Burden. I'm gonna go check that out uh, that. as soon as we finish recording. But so hey, so that ends uh, issue five. Uh, now that we're yeah. we've closed that out. Um, so I guess we can have some sense of completion that we can close the uh, the book on this one. Um, and speaking of the book, uh, I, we haven't really talked about the book recently, but uh, this particular issue has a great article on Joe Magic. Joe Magic, um, yeah. Which um, I I highly recommend. And I know some people have picked up the. Um, the Ghostbusters inside story, which has a lot of this uh, stuff in it as well. Um, so it's funny you should say that. Guess what arrived in the mail today? Ah, <laughs> hey, I have it right here. I'm gonna open it while you talk. Uh, as as far as I've heard, it has all of the stuff that's in these uh, Ecto Build uh, subscriptions plus some. Like it's sort of uh, an expanded version of uh, of. Like if you put all of these into one tome, uh, all of the articles plus a few, you know, t- uh, tidbits and anecdotes and photos and things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd be curious once you can kind of uh, thumb through it and and get a sense of it. You know what you think of it. Um, I will. I will do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, there it is. There it is. Issue five. <laughs> one stage. <Done. laughs> one very complicated stage. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Prince is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray.
As it turns out, one very painful stage, like my finger still hurts. Well, now your back's gonna hurt because you pulled dance game duty. Um, hey, final hey. thoughts for this week, Chris? <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna start early. I, I mentioned a few weeks back that my brain was already, like, and as I just mentioned now, I'm kind of indulging early on Halloween. I've started plotting and planning for the um, uh, WGBI yeah, Halloween, Halloween mix, mix this year. Um, I'm going to start early, just putting the word out to people. Um, uh, keep it short. Uh, don't go, you know, super long or crazy. But if you want to send in a shout out to your your franchise crew, or uh, you know, warn other franchise crews to get off your turf, or um, <laughs> it's going to be uh, a franchise dance fight. I just sense it's fights. coming. Or uh, you know, uh, put in your your Halloween uh, video rental recommendations uh yeah or, or even just send in a happy halloween from your franchise that's always cool too i yeah. i've been listening back to the previous ones and that's the one thing i really always kind of like is hearing from you know fans and other people in the ghostbusters circle of whatnot and uh but yeah it's a, i always seem to do it like a few weeks out and it's never quite enough time so i'm gonna start harassing you now you got three months come on you have plenty of time and and what's the best way i mean you can always hit up the voicemail but uh if you want to send a voice note uh, to proton charging uh social that's that's a good way to get it over to chris right that's the proton charging social yeah um i mean you can send it on facebook to proton charging or to um uh, 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 uh. What the heck's the name of our podcast again? Ghostbusters Interdimensional know. Crossroads. What are we even doing anymore? <laughs> you can send it in there. Um, mail link at protoncharging.com if it's... Uh, uh, if it's... Uh, if it's working... I haven't checked in a while. I should go check that out. But anyways, uh, things like that. Yeah, there's multiple ways. Or yeah. even just do it and then <laughs> hit us up on social media and go, I can't How find can I where to, to do the thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, don't... Yeah. No. Keep it, keep it under, you know, keep it under, I don't know what. Some people, you know what, if you've got an idea, run with it. But I, yeah, I'm telling you right now. A minute, if it, two minutes. Yeah. If, it, if it's, it's sometimes two minutes feels like a long time. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it could be as little as a happy Halloween. Um, you know, we, we see uh, so many fans uh, online in, in circles and all that. You know, if you want to give a shout out to... Uh, Ghostbusters friends that you know other side of the world that you never get really get to meet or see do that uh, or just I don't know happy Halloween yeah. to, to Dan and Ivan and Ghost Corps uh, happy Halloween to us I don't know we'll take it just yeah I've said it before I'm really gonna lean into Hollywood uh, Hollywood <laughs> I have a, we're struggling uh, guys this has uh, been a rough one <laughs> turning turning into Foster Brooks um <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, I'm really leaning into Halloween this year. Uh, yeah, so everybody should just come along for the ride. Uh, you put on put on your your pumpkiny headspace and yeah, send in your horrible Halloween wishes. Yes, please do. And uh, and I just want to say hi to Naoki if he's listening. Naoki, uh, just just because I love that guy. Um, 
So yeah, do do that, and uh, also hit us up uh, on on our uh, voicemail. Next week, we're going to play some of those voicemails from what you guys were responding to in last week's discussion about if you want the uh, afterlife uh, release date to move up if you want to watch it on video on demand uh you know what what you think the release date strategy is going to be and even somebody wrote in uh saying that they think they're going to hold to march but if things start to continue to slide in january february they might uh, reassess things and i i totally agreed with that person but um yeah do do that hit up that voicemail we'll play those next week uh for everybody that has already done so um, and, uh, to the one person who, uh, who wrote in and really loved our, uh, Tom Pollock, uh, retrospective last week and our, our tribute to him, uh, but also said that I failed to mention the wizard. Uh, I tip my cap to you. Yes. He was, uh, the chairman at universal pictures when the wizard came out and I love that movie too. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, until next week, uh, good news is we get to do this one at least one more time because we got to do the other wheel on the car. Uh, We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so